following podcast is a production of the network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Ladies and gentlemen, happy Wednesday from your favorite duo of the week. Uh, I am your fantasy beast and where to find them co-host, Kyle Ranny, joined as always uh, by the impeccable Mr. Gary Halt. The days are counting down till the magical day of the draft. I don't know if I'm happy or sad. I'm more happy because... That means the season's almost here. Uh, that means that we'll be doing a lot of uh, beverage drinking and have a little bit more free time as well. Uh, but what do you say we jump right into it? Uh, we're continuing. Uh, it'll be a bonus week of podcasting. We've got some news for you today, guys. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens hosting edge rusher Justin Houston to discuss contract as a free agent. The Raiders re-sign after having drafted him as a first-round pick. Safety, Carl Joseph. Wide receiver, former Bear and Falcon, Taylor Gabriel retires from the NFL. The Washington football team has interest in trading up for Trey Lance. Gross. <laughs> Gross. I had them trading up on our last mock draft, but not for, for Trey Lance. Uh, I had them trading up for Justin Fields. So it looks like they are going to sell the farm for at least some quarterback. Gross. Um, the Arizona Cardinals are hosting James Conner. Also gross. <laughs> um, Conner recovering from a somewhat similar type of turf toe injury they said that he had was, surgery on. They said it was obtained on some sort of ATV accident or something, I think. I well, maybe he shouldn't be counting his ABCs. No. Um, Jadavion Clowney is meeting with the Cleveland Browns, looking to sign a whole lot earlier in the offseason than he had last year. Yeah, that's big for Cleveland, especially since if they take an edge or sign an edge now, they can take a linebacker for sure in the draft. Yeah. Uh, Giovanni Bernard, after being released last week, signs with, who could have seen it coming, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tom Terrific has a passing back. Yeah, and uh, it, a lot of teams, or a lot of mock drafts had uh, Tampa Bay taking a running back as a luxury pick in the first round. And now that they got a solid pass catching back, they're not going to probably take a guy like Etienne. They'll probably end up trading back. Yeah, uh, or going corner again, which they yeah. probably should do, but they won't. Uh, shouldn't really be newsworthy, but it is. Bengals claim tight end Thaddeus Moss off of the Washington football team roster. Uh, the real newsworthy of that, it's Randy Moss's son and a former teammate of Joe Burrows at LSU. Yeah, they had a couple of good connections in the playoffs. Um, and I had Thaddeus Moss as kind of, last year I had him as a possible steal in the draft, and he went undrafted. Yeah. Um, I think he was hurt, or on, I, I, know, I know he signed with Washington, he was hurt all um, year last year. He was hurt all year, year long, so maybe he can revive himself with the Bengals, who aren't very big at tight end. I'll tell you right um, now, the, the the tight end room looks a lot better for Logan Thomas, being that Washington's clearing it out, and Logan Thomas is the last man standing. Yeah, Logan Thomas is... We're high on Logan Thomas. Love him. Great guy. Uh, the Virginia Tech cornerback, Caleb Farley, uh, doctors have diagnosed his back looks okay in medical retesting. Uh, not expected to fall out of the first round now after this. No, that's good, good news for him. Good for him. Um, he did 
past those backgrounds, so uh, the teams that are looking for corners are probably going to take them. Uh, and the big news out of the NFL world today, wide receiver, captain, Swiss cheese knees, Julian Edelman retires from the NFL. We saw this coming. Yeah, uh, I, I believe I said on the show last week that I was trying to force trades to move Edelman and Ingram for a low-round pick in the future just to clear up roster spots and have since just released Julian Edelman. Maybe those people listen to our shows and that's why you didn't get any bites. <laughs> it's possible. I don't think they even know I have a show. They should. They should. Maybe it would stop You guys should to... listen to us on the BICBP Radio Network, Spotify, Apple iTunes, and watch our draft show live on our Facebook and Twitch. Yeah, that'll be coming up. We're going to be... Speaking of Twitch... Twitch, TikTok, all social media. Our social media guru is live with us today. Uh, Gary, we have Mr. Brandon Ortiz here. Brandon? Hi, Kyle. How you doing? Good, man. Tell us a little about your football fandom and uh, and why you're jumping on. I mean, obviously you'll be on more in the future, but anything you want to tell us about football now? Uh, I don't know how much I have to say. You know, pretty much all I have to say for how much I love football is just, you know, Diehard Bills fan, pretty much it. Definitely diehard Bills fan. Uh, spent a lot of time in our uh, in our uh, household tiki, tiki bar. bar. Tiki bar, tiki tribe. Do you think that's related? It could be related. I it might be related. But yeah, Brandon's one of our uh, faithful, our, our faithful, and um, the manager of our some of our social media accounts. And he's, he's our TikTok guy. He is part of the tiki tribe with us. He's usually camera brand. Yeah, camera brand. On uh, spread those wings. So, we're going to take a little bit of a different spin on draft news today. Instead of chasing down players and whatnot, we're going to approach it as what team should be doing or can they get better or will they get better with the picks allotted next year. Um, in front of us, we have a list of, of teams, a list of team needs, and we're going to discuss really what these guys can be doing, should be doing, all of the above, with the draft coming up here. Uh, yeah, and topics like this is I kind of think is super fun because it's a different take than a mock draft. Like you're not picking the player for them, but you're seeing what they can do if they're in the situation um, with whatever pick they are on the board. You can say, okay, they they could do this or they need this, and how much can they build a roster with this many picks? Exactly. So it's a nice little little change of pace for us here. Yeah, so to start it off, what we're going to do here, uh, the Arizona Cardinals are the first team we'll discuss here. They hold six total picks in this year's draft. Uh, pick 16, pick 49, pick 160, pick 223, and two picks in the seventh round, 243 and 247. So a first, a second, a fifth, a sixth, and two seventh. Now... Usually with, like, picks, like, your your first three, maybe four rounds, you're going to get starters. Your first two rounds should guaranteed be starters. Third round, as long as they're a serviceable player in the, in the rotation, you're doing okay. Fourth round, realistically, you'd like to be serviceable and rotating into the lineup as well. Yeah, any, anything after that, they're usually going to be a depth player. Um, Unless Ari- you strike gold. Yeah, Arizona has a 16th pick. They probably would be smart to trade back and collect a couple more picks if they can get maybe a second or another third um, so they can add a couple more starters because they're not one starter away from a Super Bowl. Um, they're going to need But they some, got J.J. Watt. 
Yeah, they got JJ Watt, but um, they need a corner. They might need two corners. Um, they definitely need a few more pieces for them to be uh, a very competitive team in that division. Um, we were high on them last year, but they kind of just fell off the wagon a little bit. And I think they just need a couple more pieces, and they can build by trading back. That's that's just what I see that they should do. Brandon, um, what do you think they should do? We got team uh, needs here: cornerback, running back, uh, interior offensive line. Do you think this is a team that, with those six picks, they can push themselves more into playoff contention, or do you think that Cliff Kingsbury needs to prove more and that this could be a make or break draft for them? Uh, I feel like it really depends on what he does. I feel like more needs are on the defensive side with cornerback, running back. I don't see him needing like a dire need. Maybe just more behind uh, Kenyon Drake. Well, Kenyon Drake's gone. Oh, Kenyon Drake's right. in, in Vegas, but that is right. Chase Edmonds is taking over, who ran the ball well, mm-hmm. and if, Especially if they Connor sign James Conner, yes. I think running back becomes more of a secondary need. But I I personally think Chase Edmonds has the ability to run very well He there. should have been yeah. the bell call last year. He he was a PPR machine. Um, I just don't think they gave him enough carries for him to actually like uh, produce as a number one. They always kind of had Kenyon Drake as their bell call, and then they would switch him out for passing situations. But I think Edmonds could be a complete back, and I think he should be the complete back there, especially if they sign Connor. I think Connor should be the change of pace. Um, I'm not a big Connor fan like Kyle no, here. No. <laughs> um, runs high, uh, doesn't really do it for me. But I think if they're going to go running back in the draft, and it would be if they don't sign James Conner. Um, I mean, I... I... See, the thing for Arizona that's going to be really tricky is, you like you said, they only hold six picks. At 16, you've kind of missed the boat on... And after the second round, they don't have anything until the fifth, I believe. Cor- fourth. Uh, fourth. So but that's the thing. So, like, after that second... Or after 16... They might only get two starters out of their picks. And you're not even guaranteed on that. Because if they decide, okay, let's go corner, and they take a guy like Farley who is a risk at injury, mm-hmm. or a guy like Certain who didn't look... Positively, like the best guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, they might even go interior offensive line with because that's one of their needs. Alia Vera Tucker would be mm-hmm. something there if he slides. Um, if it almost makes more sense for what Gary suggested, trade down, try to maybe go down ten picks to click collect a second round mm-hmm. pick out of that. Um, and that way, at least you should be pulling three starters mm-hmm. first, second, second to help try to bolster around mm-hmm. Kyler. I can see them also. Um, with like a second round pick, maybe grabbing a tight end. I was just thinking the same thing. It, I was almost gonna say, um, not Freermuth, but Brevin Jordan. Brevin Jordan would be a very good asset for that team. A pass, yeah, a pass catching guy. He's a little bit smaller, but um, a the guy. Entire offense is small, man. A, a guy for Kyler Murray to kind of get the ball to. Very athletic. Yeah, I was literally thinking the same thing. Pick up a second round pick and try to turn that into Brevin Jordan or Pat Freermuth, whoever's available. I mean, even Hunter Long, but Hunter Long's kind of pushing it. Yeah. Uh, but no, uh, yeah, Arizona Cardinals verdict still very far from out. This is a make or break draft, I think is the best way to call that. Uh, next team on the list with nine total picks, the Atlanta Falcons of Georgia. Hmm. Um, a first, picking fourth overall, a second, a third, a fourth, three fifths, two sixths. So they have a lot, but they need to really be hitting... Their stride with those late-round gems. Um, and the rumor is Atlanta's really interested in trading back. 
Um, I think it's more likely that they trade back than anything, but how far do you want to trade back? There's teams like Washington who made the playoffs who want to sell their farm for a quarterback. Do you go from four to, let's see what here they had here. 19. 19. It's, it's plausible, but um, I, I think a team more like Denver, who's going to be sneaky, dark horse kind of trade up. Um, but I think Atlanta should stay. I'm... I, I want them to grab Pitts. That's yeah, ideal spot for Kyle Pitts. I mean, sitting here looking at this right now, if you want a team that's going to go worst to first, Atlanta's got the ability, but you need to help build something there. The problem is if they go Pitts there, mm-hmm. either they're re- or they're waiting another year to address the quarterback, mm-hmm. or they're completely neglecting the defense again, and that's what gets them in these issues is they don't have a defense around them. And it's listed here as Atlanta's number one need is a quarterback, and I have to disagree. Um, I, I think, think it's Matt, because of the age. Yeah, I think that. Matt Ryan's got at least two to three more seasons left. Um, I don't think you would want to draft a quarterback in the first round, um, especially if Matt Ryan's still competitive for at least three seasons. What you would want to do is maybe grab a guy in the second or later on, like a guy like Kellen Mond, um, have him kind of um, learn under him. But I think that they could be competitive and run for a Super Bowl if they get a couple offensive pieces. Matt Ryan did not play bad last year. Everyone kind of was like, oh, the Falcons suck. But Matt Ryan had a lot of good fantasy games. Um, playing from behind, they threw a lot. Uh, I still think they got a little bit of juice behind Matt Ryan, and they should ride him out. Yeah, I, I, I kind of hope so. Brandon, what do you got to think? You got anything you want to say about the Falcons? Uh, pretty much kind of on par with Gary. Like, I don't think Matt Ryan is done just yet. Still a couple more years. That defense just does not help him out. Mm-hmm. Um, like, for example, last year with the Cowboys, they were ahead, and that defense was not holding out help letting the Cowboys come back. And holding the fourth pick does give them advantage to trade back if they want to go, hey, uh, we want to build our defense. We're not really comfortable um, taking pits like this. We want to trade back, maybe get some more picks, and maybe take a tight end in the second. Um, and then maybe go defense and grab an edge guy to bolster that defensive line. So, I mean, best case scenario, I think, for Atlanta would be if for some reason, for some reason, you're sitting here now and... Detroit goes, you know what, we really don't trust Jared Goff. We want to come up from seven, and we'll give you a second to do it. Mm -hmm. Uh, They now would have two second-round picks. Could you maybe think that Atlanta could go down to seven, still get pits at seven, and then take one of those two seconds to go back into the first for someone like Kyle Trask, maybe? I don't know if Pitts gets past Miami, though. They're saying Pitts to Miami. They're also saying, though, Pitts at four to Dallas. So yeah, I, Jerry Jones has an infatuation. Jerry Jones is going to need to trade out for Pitts. Jerry Jones is a hard on for Kyle Pitts. But that'd be a, that that would be such a Jerry Jones move when they need a defense and neglect yeah. the rest of everything for another shiny toy. Yeah, that's Jerry Jones. They're not. But he's shot. not going to be able to afford to pay in another couple of years. Um, next team on the list, guys. Oh goody, <laughs> the Baltimore Ravens. Um, seven total picks in the draft. A first, second, third, fourth, two fifths, and a sixth. They are miss or uh, they're missing their seventh. Their first pick is going to be twenty-seven overall. Um, vomit right now. Where are okay? Um, they have. They are hosting Justin Houston. Um, they signed Justin Houston. They can breathe a little bit uh, with maybe taking an edge a little bit later. Um, if they sign Justin Houston, I can see them going for maybe a receiver or an offensive tackle, especially since they're at 27. 
I can't see them trading up. Um, if they they could end up going edge if they sign Justin Houston anyway. Um, the Ravens are going to be one of those, um, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Kind of mystery teams because you don't, they have so yeah, many they, glaring needs. Well, they, I don't mean, I don't, maybe not glaring, but there's like holes that are important. And you're, you have to still build your offensive line around, yes. around Lamar, especially if you're going to be good on the ground. You've got to double check and verify. We, we honestly, we don't know if the Ravens are going to come into this and not go running back. I know yeah. they took J.K. Dobbin, but he didn't look dominant all season. He had flashes, but and as guess as, what? Rookie season for Devin Singletary, he had flashes too. The Bills came out and drafted right. Zach Moss. And, the, and as much as um, they say, oh, we're going to get a receiver for Lamar, um, Harbaugh has gone on record saying we're not changing our offensive scheme. It's going to be a run-heavy scheme. What better way to do that than say, hey, we're grabbing Najee Harris and running the ball down your throat and trying to do the same thing that the Titans do. Brandon, what do you think about Baltimore? Honestly, I'm not too sure what I think. I don't know where they would go. Like, again, like Gary said, to me it's a little mysterious. Personally, I don't. I was thinking maybe more they would have drafted on the defensive side. Where exactly? Edge or safety, I think, are the main things. I th- I could still see them going edge with someone like Jason away. Gary? I, maybe the dude from Oregon, the safety, because they did lose yeah. uh, Earl Thomas. I think they lost them a little while. Two years ago. Two years ago. And they haven't really replaced them yet, and safety is one of their uh, top needs. So maybe they do go. They're going to – I think they're going to surprise everybody. Uh, Yeah, that's the thing, though. Like, it was a deep enough edge edge class. If they can jump back up and grab an edge – Maybe they're not comfortable with Sammy Watkins and Hollywood Brown. Maybe they're going – Who would be comfortable with Sammy Watkins? Hey, let's grab Kadarius Toney. Gross. I would hate it if Kadarius Toney went there. But I digress. You know what? All the receivers I like in the draft go to Baltimore, so I guess we should pencil Kadarius Tony to Baltimore. I mean, he is a um, a multi-tool, so I can see him in the backfield running with Lamar or not. I guess it would be a good fit. I just I don't want to see him there because I want to see him with like uh, an Aaron Rodgers or a, a, a passing type quarterback where he can fly around the field. Um, I ultimately I don't think it's going to matter what Baltimore really does this year. I think they're still safe and they've got the. The prowess around that roster, mm-hmm. so I don't think this is like a make or break year. I don't think it's going to do anything they're to not, alter. They're not. Another, they're not a team that's like one player away. They're Correct. Speaking of teams that are one player away, the Buffalo Bills. Yes, I said that. Yes, it felt weird. So have the media. Uh, the Buffalo Bills have seven total picks in this draft. They are missing a fourth rounder. Uh, the first pick at pick thirty, then first, second, third, fifth, fifth. Sixth, seventh. That fifth round pick was a genius pick. Yeah, that was from Zay Jones, mm-hmm. who did, never did a thing in this league for but for the Bills. And knowing our GM, he's probably going to get a starter out of the fifth round pick. <laughs> um, I mean, from from the Bills, though, you should at least be expecting first, second, third rounder as starters, providing he doesn't use like that third to trade up higher in the mm-hmm. second, which. It's Brandon Bean. Mm-hmm. He might. Brandon Bean um, is infamous for trading up or down. It's. I think he's almost traded. only up. He never. He's never well, traded. No, down. I know. I think he's almost traded up in every single draft so far, including least, when he was with Carolina. Um, I don't think we'll trade down unless some teams like, hey, we're going to give you a ton of picks. But I, I think if we're going to trade up, it's going to be for somebody special. If I don't know, like, a, I don't think we go receiver. If they like a running back, I can see him trading up for a running back. Um, if Kyle Trask is on the board and Atlanta's got two for, two second round picks, 
maybe Ky- we'll trade with, with Atlanta and have three picks in the second round. And I don't know. The Bills are going to be another one of those um, mystery teams because they either could go corner, they could go running back, they could go O line, they could go um, D line, edge, yeah. Any any one of those, and they're not like glaring needs. Everyone's like, "Oh, the Bills need a corner." Well, not really, because we have solid depth at corner. It's just we don't have another elite corner like Tre'Davious White across from. We got a guy who's more like a fringe starter, um, and we kind of rotate him in and out, and whoever's the hot hand that that week plays. Brendan, um, what do you think about the Bills? Uh, as far as like the early rounds with starters. I don't know, but I was thinking about this with maybe like the late rounds for, for more like depth picks. Maybe ju- just in case I don't want to like jinx anything, it's just like more depth at maybe like linebackers for just in case with Mulatto and Edmonds if, God forbid, they get hurt. We need a replacement for Klein. I know a lot of people are high on Klein, but he's a, he's a hit or miss. He's going to either make a play or watch the guy run past him and he's looks like he's never played before. Um, ultimately, I see I'm kind of hoping that instead of going anything early on the offensive talent, that maybe that fifth and sixth round from the Bills is Jalen Darden and Jared Patterson. Yeah, that, like, go get the two highest upside offensive pieces in the draft that aren't known commodities. And I mean, even that third round pick could be a running back. They're going to probably go running back at some point. I don't think that we roll into the season with Singletary and Moss again. And Breda. Yeah. Um, one of those guys are probably going to get cut. I wouldn't. I would kind of hate to cut Singletary, but... I also don't want to cut Moss. Yeah. I'd rather... To be honest, I'd rather have Moss because Moss is the bruiser kind of back and you can as opposed with the fact that Singletary and Breda are very similar. Breda's faster. And Breda had more... Breda's also young. Yeah, and Breda had more um, production with a worse team, so. Um, yeah, so ultimately, as much as you don't want to call it make or break, this is the draft that could really put Buffalo into Super Bowl contention. Mm-hmm. Um, can you be quiet? Yeah. <laughs> um, the Carolina Panthers, I they have seven picks, a first, a second, a third, a fourth, a fifth, Two six. They don't have a seventh because Buffalo has their seventh. Mm-hmm. They don't need a quarterback anymore. Um, offensive tackle and cornerback. Two top needs for that team. Followed by tight end, quarterback, linebacker, interior D-line, and cornerback again. I think Carolina is in the perfect spot to take the pick of the litter here. With how many quarterbacks are going to go, one through five. Um, I think their best bet is to stay right where they're at and see what they could pick out of that type of situation. They could go O-line, there's going to be receivers there, there's going to be whatever they can pick there, especially if uh, teams are trading up for quarterbacks, because they don't need a quarterback now. Um, I know teams are still mocking quarterbacks there, or people are still mocking quarterbacks there. Um, I just don't see it with, they're going to give Darnold a chance, and he's going to be their guy for at least the next couple of years. Brandon, how about you? Uh, I think maybe they might lead more towards the side of uh, drafting alignment because with what you were saying earlier with the top talent cornerbacks that are coming to this draft are kind of kind of risky with like injuries and all that stuff they might take a safer more safer bet with just going O-line in the first round 
and see maybe what they can get on the defensive side later. Yeah, um, they're they're sitting here at eight. If let's say four of the quarterbacks go, um, all four of the top ones go. There's four picks. Two teams are probably going to go receiver. Um, they might end up getting um, Penny Suell here at eight. It's a very possibility that he falls to eight. So I'm glad you said something about Penny Suell at eight because if Suell and Slater are both on the board mm-hmm. at eight, but let's say Justin Fields is also there, mm-hmm. if I'm Carolina's GM, I am fielding calls. Mm-hmm. I'm calling New England immediately. Yep. If New England hasn't traded up, hey, what do you need? Let's talk. Mm-hmm. Or we're taking fields. And bluff, yeah. We'll we'll take fields if not. And just because the reason you do that, if Suell, Darasaw, and Slater are all on the board, and you only go 8th to 15th, you're going to recoup at least a second, maybe a second and a fourth out of that deal. You have more team needs than just that. But you're going to damn near guarantee yourself one of those three offensive tackles. Mm-hmm. To bolster more picks that you can take I mean, you in can the back even, half of that you draft. You can even bluff it say, yeah, we got other calls that somebody wants to come up for. Yeah, and, and that's it. But I could see, I think the best case scenario for for Carolina at that point is trying to maybe move down if there's a quarterback available and build more toward. They've already had a phenomenal offseason. Mm-hmm. Um, they just added uh, A.J. Boye at another corner there. They... They've done the the moves. McCaffrey should be healthy. Mm-hmm. If you can slide down a few spots to get the same tackle you might have taken at eight and add more players to that, yeah, I think Carolina could put themselves in a position with Darnold and McCaffrey yeah. of being a feared team. Like I said, um, if if it falls the right way, Atlanta and Carolina are the two teams that I want Pitts to go to. Can you imagine? We talked about it before. Imagine Pitts with all that talent. That that. Offense would get scary fast. Well, here's a team that I don't know how to describe or what to even expect here. Um, the Chicago Bears uh, hold a total of eight picks in the draft. A first, a second, a third, a fifth, and four six-round picks. Uh, what are you doing to get four six-round picks? I'm mad that that came off like I was about to ask. What are you doing, Step Bro? <laughs> um... They they were bad last year, but not bad enough to miss the playoffs. Therefore, they come into the twentieth pick. Um, I I don't even know what they can do to make this team better. Because last year, whenever we thought they were going to make good choices, they drafted Cole Komet to add to the eleventh tight end of the roster. Yeah. Ryan Pace has no clue what the hell he's doing in Chicago. Right, and crushing your fans' hearts by naming Andy Dalton the starter. I don't have anything against Andy Dalton. I have an Andy Dalton jersey, but it doesn't mean you should be the starter. Right, especially since um, you just let go of Trubisky and you still have Nick Foles on the team. The quarterback is the glaring hole there. Um, A quarterback is not going to be falling to 20 unless you're overdrafting a guy like Trask. Um, what What Chicago should do is trade up. They've been aggressive when calling other teams trying to find that franchise quarterback. They should trade up, try to find a team that'll maybe scoot back to 20, um, it's gonna. They're gonna have to give up a lot, or maybe they wait to the second round and try to get a guy like Trask or further and get a guy like Mond. I think their best bet is to try to find that franchise guy, because um, I don't think Mond or Trask are gonna be franchise guys right away. Trask is gonna need a couple years, and I think it's all a bluff that Andy Dalton's gonna be the starter. I think they're gonna bring somebody in to compete and see who's the hot hand there. Brandon, got anything you want to add in Chicago? Oh. I'm not 
I'm not too sure. This is because Chicago has a lot going on yep. with them. This is this will be Chicago's first first round pick in two years after moving the farm for Khalil Mack, being good for half a year with him, and then the wheels came off. Yeah, I was thinking like how like what would they have to give up to trade up to possibly get that quarterback? Okay, but so here let me. They they're trying to move Anthony Miller. They could maybe move... Uh, Miller's not going to be worth much more than a fifth-round pick. No, but you could include him on a team that needs a receiver. You're right, but ultimately here, who were you talking... Let's say that they're trade partners with Carolina, right? Mm-hmm. You're going to move at least two firsts. This one yeah, you're going to move year. this year's, next year's, and uh, next probably year's... Probably a second. You're going to probably move this year's, next year's, that second-round pick... You might be able to go this year, next year, third and Miller. Mm-hmm. But still, for a team that's already missing so many parts, mm-hmm. I don't know if you want to really mortgage the future like that even more so. I feel like then, if anything, either maybe stay, if anything, maybe just say stay where you're at and hopefully next next year with the quarterback. Or. Go get oh, Teddy Bridgewater. Or. Or. Drew Locke. Yeah, yeah. Make a phone call on Locke for a second. Day two of the draft, Denver comes out, they draft a quarterback. I'm calling John Elway immediately. Mm-hmm. John, I know you don't get get power anymore because you did stupid shit with it, but hey, what, what is it going to take for, for Drew Locke? A little handy in the shower? I mean, Chicago... Maybe a little reach around. Maybe Chicago calls San Francisco. what do you want for Garoppolo? Yeah. I mean, there's enough guys who should be starters in this league who are not... Bridgewater, we know, is actively being shopped. Jameis. Jameis, well, he's supposed to be the starter. I think he might lose the job because Sean Payton has a hard-on for what's-his-name. Listen, nobody cares about Kevin James, okay? <laughs> Any of y'all see that today? No. No idea what you're talking about. Seriously? No. Yeah, no, I'm at a loss, too. They announced today that they're doing an actual movie <gasps> on the season that, that Sean Payton was suspended for six games and he went and coached his son's middle school team. Mm-hmm. And Kevin James is playing Sean J- or Sean Payton. <laughs> really? Pretty cool. Is that on Netflix? No, I don't know what it is, but I just can't see Paul Blart Mall Cop coaching the New Orleans Saints. Hmm. Um, <laughs> the next team on this list, this will give us a little bit less migraines, uh, the Cincinnati Bungles. The Bengals are one of those rare teams in this draft that are in probably the best shape. You've already got a franchise quarterback. Mm-hmm. You get the fifth overall pick in a draft where it looks like the first four players are going to be QB quarterbacks, games. meaning you get the pick of the litter of the best available players. Mm-hmm. Uh, you hold a, a first, a second, a third, a fourth, a fifth, a sixth, and two sevenths. Um, realistically, that pick 38 can be pretty damn close to being another first-round player and should be a starter for you. Pick number third, number or in the third round, it's number 69. So we know they're going to look great with that pick. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, I'm not sold that they have to go offensive tackle here. No. They should. But we've seen second-round offensive tackles do wonders in the past. Deion yeah. Dawkins, um... Cam Robinson, guys like that. Wyatt Teller, a fifth, I think. Yeah, but I mean, what I'm still like, early second round offensive tackles generally end up still being the meat and potatoes of your line. Okay, go out of five and go get Jamar Chase. Just make sure that pick 38 or trading up into the, into the mm-hmm. back of the first round, you're getting a starting offensive tackle still. Right. Brandon, what do you think? 
well, what are I'm not sure what a lot of their other needs are for Here, the Bengals. I let me. Their main thing I've like, wide receiver, offensive tackle, uh, tight end, inside linebacker, edge, or inside offensive line. So they need both guard spots. Well, do you think they'd be bold enough and go Pitts at five? I think if they're going to go any part at five, it's probably Chamar Chase, just because mm-hmm. Burrow's pounding the table for Chase. Mm-hmm. I think they'd be smarter to go Pitts. Yeah, it'd be a, a solid weapon. Um, I think if they're going to go tight end, it's probably going to be in the second. If they like, if they go offensive tackle, they're probably going to go wide receiver, maybe tight end in the second. Grab Freermouth. How much of a risk, though, if you go Jamar Chase at one, offensive tackle at two, Brevin Jordan or, or Hunter Long at three? Mm-hmm. You're just loading the field with talent that would for be Joe Burrow. A plus draft for the Bengals. Yeah, I mean, you're not getting the biggest need on that team being their, their defense was dog shit last year. Mm-hmm. However, most of their free agent settings have been defense. Also, if you're scoring 50 points a game, you're golden. See the Kansas City Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think probably the best situation to really make themselves feared. I mean, we saw the Browns turn around in two years. Mm-hmm. Why not Why not Cincy? Uh, possible. Speaking of the Browns, the toilet bowl-colored Browns, um, <laughs> nine total picks in this draft, starting with the 26th pick in the first round, then a second, a third, a second third. So a second. Two thirds, two fourths, a fifth, a sixth, a seventh. Um, I believe that seventh round pick is from the Buffalo Bills in the trade for Wyatt Teller. Um, Cleveland's best bet here is to get that linebacker that they so desperately need. It's it's been a mess. Um, Cleveland is one of those teams I think that can miss the boat completely. With a poor choice of pick here. Edge makes sense because if you can pull another edge and let him learn behind Tack McKinley for a year, and then you've got Miles Garrett and another first round edge, that team can be fearsome. Mm-hmm. You probably we we know they shouldn't go tight end. Um unless they're planning on dr- trading Ninjoku. Yeah, but I mean still they've they drafted a kid who produced last year in the fourth. They have Austin Hooper, they have David Njoku. I still don't. I mean, I mean, it's Cleveland. Anything could happen. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact of being though, this team's close, and they have four players or four picks in the first ninety-one picks. If done right, Cleveland should make heads and tails just catch-up space on mm-hmm. that division. They might go corner too because they've had some pretty bad injuries in the secondary. Greedy Williams and Denzel Ward. Brandon, got any uh, thoughts on Cleveland? I was th- what I was kind of thinking with the the secondary, but I was thinking more like along the safeties. They did sign their biggest signing of the free or of the offseason was the top safety in the market, John Johnson out of the Ra- or from the Rams. Um, but they there's not enough secondary help to go around there. Yeah, you've got to hope that a kid who's basically playing his redshirt rookie year and Grant Delpit proves that he should have been a first rounder last mm-hmm. year. And how many? How many times do we see a laundry list of injuries in Cleveland in the second? That's the thing. Grant Delpit started the year out, blew his Achilles out immediately in camp. Doesn't play it down. Um, Greedy Williams had some crazy injury. I don't remember what it was. 
Um, but he thought he was fine and ended up missing the entire season due to that injury. And Denzel Ward was on Denzel Ward was iffy all year. Uh, Kevin Johnson was cornerback number one. And and it's funny because they they couldn't stop the run or the pass. Mm-hmm. But their best bet is to go that linebacker position, I think. I'd agree with corner if it's the right fit. I'm not reaching on Greg Newsom or Eric Stokes. Right. But if someone's there at 26 that you shouldn't have a shot on, mm-hmm. Even the kid out of Oregon, like you said. Yeah, I forget his name, but you know who I'm talking about. Javon? Yeah, Javon Williams, like, maybe? Like Javon Holland. It's Javon Holland. Um, but, yeah, the the Browns are going to be an enigma again. Uh, the Dallas Cowgirls. Ten total picks in the draft. Uh, starting at the tenth overall pick in the first round. A second, two-thirds, two-fourths, a fifth, two-sixths, and a seventh. They're spread across. Yeah. The problem with them is Jerry Jones makes the decisions. Jerry Jones makes the decisions. I'm sorry, Dallas Cowboy fans. Um, you're also not one player away from winning a Super Bowl anytime soon. Um, your defense is Swiss cheese. You're an entire defense away from winning a Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, I don't care how good your offense is. Your defense will allow and lose you games by allowing 40 points a game. Yeah, like I said before, you could score 50 points a game, but if you give up 75, you're not going to win the games. Um, is that how? Math works? Something like that. Shit. But Dallas, you got to go defense here. Jerry Jones, they got to get him off his rocker. Um, no, he's already off his rocker. <laughs> the guys cannot go and trade up for Kyle Pitts. I well, have they Ky- can do whatever the hell they I have Kyle Pitts falling to them in the in the in uh, my first mock draft at 10. Um, and then everybody yelled at us. Yeah, everybody yelled us. at us. But then I'm like, hey, Jerry Jones is stupid. He's... Going to go with a shiny new toy. And then there's rumors, hey, Jerry Jones is a fetch with Kyle Pitts. Hey, I was freaking right. And It's almost like we know what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like we are doing our homework here. Um, <laughs> I do more homework here than I ever did in they're high gonna, school. <laughs> they're uh, they're going to make a mistake um, unless Kyle Pitts is gone already. They need to go secondary or anything defensively. Brandon, anything you want to add in on Jerry Jones's Jerry World? Uh, there's there's no describing Jerry World. It's a it's an amazing place. You should go there sometime. But it's really nice to lo- watch them lose on Thanksgiving. <laughs> yes. Uh, sec- like, I can agree with secondary. I'm also wondering about linebackers. Do they still stick with Van Der Esch? Yes. Yeah. Van Der Esch's injury was a fluke. Was it? That's yeah, a, it was. A, a, wasn't that a snapped collarbone? Yeah, it was. A that bad, was a. It was, was a, a bad, fluke. Um, that's a spot for Parsons. Uh, we said Parsons too, but I just you'd have the most athletic linebackers in the, in, in the country. You but just, if you if your defense isn't going to coach it the right way, Parsons could be a nightmare. We've right. just, we've said we talked about that, but um, they might go best defensive player available, and Parsons yeah. would technically be that guy. We're not huge on Parsons, but. Everybody else is. I mean, I've said Sertan enough times. Yeah, Sertan, J.C. Horn would might be a pick. It depends. I, there's, they should go defense. Jerry Jones, please do not make that mistake. He's in Jerry World. Who Jerry World. Jerry World. It's just like going escalator world. When do we get to the ride? This is the ride. <laughs> Eels. <laughs> uh, the Denver Broncos. We've talked about them a lot already this this episode. Um. They're mocked Parsons, too, but pretty much in every draft. But I think Denver is going to surprise people and trade up. I hope Denver... Oh. I hope Denver uh, gives 
Drew Locke the the shot he deserves. But um, Denver has nine total picks, ninth overall to start, a second, a third, a fourth, a fifth, a sixth, and three sevenths. Uh, something tells me that they're not going to make all nine picks. No, they, they should move some of them or they're going to trade up. Um, this is the make-or-break year for Locke. If he doesn't doesn't show it that he's got it, he's going to get released or traded. Definitely benched. Um, I can see I can see them maybe going quarterback sort of later, um, unless they shock the world, trade up, and take one of the top quarterbacks. But they probably should go defense here, grab another edge guy, uh, linebacker, or corners, something where they can um, make that defensive competitive again. Bring anything you want to say about Denver? Um. Yeah, I mean they're <laughs> their their offense is different is good. Like he has they have Locke, a, they have Locke, the talent. Locke has talent to show he's got what it takes. Their defense could use some work. Um, I could say they they could use work at corner. Maybe the maybe the line. Yeah, I think their linebackers are the only thing for sure. The linebackers and, and the starting safety spot. They probably will grab a running back at some point since they got rid of Philip Lindsay, but I don't think it should be a first round pick. You could, yeah, they could probably get something like maybe their second or third round. I would say third round personally. I would say third round, just because they need some other holes filled. Yeah. I think offensively they're pretty much set. They just need that change of pace back. Yeah, Denver, I think if Denver were smart, they're using these picks and not going quarterback. I think hitting the reset button already is not going to help them in the future. Um, But yeah, who knows. Uh, Here is a team that is a real mess of Um, The Detroit Lions with six picks in this draft. Uh, Seventh overall in the first round. Number uh, a second rounder, two third rounders, a fourth and a fifth. Um, got attacked. the The Lions here are a team that realistically should be looking to trade down. Mm-hmm. However, it would not shock me in the least to see the Lions also be the team to trade up. Uh, they need receiver, cornerback, and offensive tackle. I think this would be the spot where they really should pursue a starting receiver. Honestly, they should go receiver, receiver, first and second round. Yeah, they should definitely add some talent. Um, This is a spot where we said Waddle might go. Could you imagine if, like, they decided to go, hey, you know, our receivers actually are really bad, and they go Jalen Waddle and Rashad Bateman, first and second round? Mm -hmm. That makes their offense kind of good again, but guess what? Their defense still was dog shit. Um... And their maybe, offense has only gotten worse. Maybe they'd trade back and grab a corner because they want to add to help Akuda a little bit. It's possible. Brandon? Uh, I'm thinking, like, do maybe they lean more towards, say, like, say the offensive side of the ball while also trying to get some more pieces for their defense? Because, like, I feel like there's a lot of holes in, on both sides. I mean, okay, so if you're Detroit, then... Does it make sense to find somebody who's who's pissed off an ownership somewhere on the defensive side of the ball, trade down with that team, and tell them, yeah, we'll take your first-round pick and that player? 
get yourself a starter out of the out of the situation and and still hold your first round pick and be able to hopefully draft four starters still. I mean that would yeah. be the situation maybe if Ooh. if you're Denver to try. Maybe this is one of the teams that go, hey, give me Anthony Miller and all your first round picks and Chicago trades up for the quarterback. Yeah, I mean light bulb. Then they get one receiver and maybe still can take a receiver later. Yeah. And, and then another piece I mean, let's be fair, at twenty, if Chicago comes up for, for quarterback, Jalen Waddle might still be there at twenty. And that way you Could don't be. have to reach on Waddle. You still get Waddle at twenty. You probably have another second round pick. And they could I mean they could still even grab Bateman at twenty. There's Bateman's not Bateman's one of those fringe first, second round pick guys. Yeah, man, I don't want to draft a guy who shrinks. Yeah. <laughs> Bateman successfully got shorter every year from senior year I mean, high school. There's now. Rondell Moore, they might But you said successfully. Kadarius Tony will be around there. They'll have options if they trade back. Especially if they get a package deal for Anthony Miller. Who could revive his career, maybe. Yeah, you got to hope he can. I have to hope he can. I have both Dynasty Leagues. Um, oh, boy. We are not even halfway through this. Uh, the Green Bay Packers. Ten total picks. A first, second, third. Two fourths, two fifths, two sixths, and a seventh. My production, prediction, they still don't draft a receiver. No, they're going to go punter and make Aaron Rodgers um, sell his soul to the devil. Brandon? I don't know. I mean, they could go receiver. Like, they should go they, receiver. They should. They probably. They probably will. Who Who knows? Uh, I'm trying to think. Like, what else they could need? Like, maybe on like the defensive side, but. I think I had them taking an interior D lineman in our last mock. They need an interior D lineman. I think you gave them Barmore in that mock, mm-hmm. um, which is a solid fit, I think, for that defense. Uh, but I still think realistically this should be a receiver here. This should be a receiver here. This is where I want Kadarius Tony to go. Kadarius Tony with Aaron Rodgers and then potentially Jordan Love would be a very good pro for years to come. Uh, Green Bay always has the ability to to pass well. Um, but again, another one of those picks that's not really going to make or break your your franchise. Speaking of making and breaking your franchise, mostly uh, broken. Eight total picks. <laughs> it's already broken. The fact that I can say eight total picks and none of them are in the first two rounds is embarrassing. <laughs> Houston. We have a problem. A third, fourth, two fifths, three sixths, and a seventh. And all of them are from acquisitions of trades. Um. They don't even own their own sixth-round pick, but they have... This is a nightmare. Dallas's, Washington's, and New Orleans. They don't own their own seventh-round pick, but they have Cincinnati's. Uh, I'm just going to come around and say, no matter what they do in this draft, it's they're in trouble. Um, Houston's probably five seasons away from getting back to com- competition level. And you hate to say it, but... They don't know what's going on with the quarterback situation. They don't really have a quarterback that's starting worthy. Um, whatever happens with that situation there in Houston um, is going to impact them. We'll figure it out. But like I said, it, they're not going to be competitive for a while. Um, they don't have any receivers. They have a trio of 35-plus-year-old running backs. And it's going to be tough to get free agents to sign there right now. 
Yeah, they don't have a lot going for them right now. No. I that's... mean, third round, they, unless they trade something and get a first-round pick, but you think by but now... what else is left on that team? What would else it, is left on that team for first-round value? Would anyone touch their quarterback with a 10-foot pole right Not now? right now. No. Not until we find out what is actually happening. With that entire scenario, I don't think any team's willing to bring in that burden. Um, the Indianapolis Colts. Six total picks. First, second, third. Or first, second, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh. Um... They're a couple players away from competing in an NFC. And title. what kind of sucks is they don't have that many top hundred picks. No, the pick at twenty one. You know, I I didn't realize looking at this originally. I think I I would probably change everything I've done so far. I think they need to go offensive tackle mm-hmm. in the first round. I think Indy could have been a thirteen win team last year. I do too. Um, and they lost some games they should have had. They should never have week, lost week one to the Jags. Um, but no, I could see, what are we doing? Are you leaving? Oh, um, (laughs) I, I could see them really needing to go offensive tackle here and then maybe shoring up. The interior defensive line, just because at fifty four, I'm not confident that you'll get a starting left tackle in in the second round. There, no, they their best bet is to see what falls. I don't think they trade up. They, were, they should probably stay where they're at and maybe see what best tackle or corner is on the table because they could use another corner. Yeah. Um, uh, Indy's unfortunately a team that could stumble. I think instead of progressing. Yeah, they could with the lack of picks. Um, I think they fixed the quarterback situation. I don't think Rivers was bad, but I think... Um, Wentz is an upgrade. Wentz is definitely an upgrade. Um, I think that Wentz will fit their system a little bit better. I think uh, if they decide to go run heavy, um, Jonathan Taylor is perfect for that. Jonathan Taylor Thomas? Yeah. But yeah, I think Indy's, Indy's going to be hit or miss here because they don't have that many picks. Top picks. Brandon, anything else you want to add to Indy? Uh, no, I'm pretty, I think you guys pretty much covered the, pretty much everything they need to do, or they should do, that would be smart. The Jacksonville Jaguars, Duval, um, this is a team. This team indeed could, in two to three seasons, be right back to where they were with Blake Bortles. Let's be fair, even the fourth <laughs> round pick, I just think of even the fourth round pick, one, two, three, four, five, six. They should have six players that should come in and immediately contribute to this team out of this draft. They've picked number one overall. We kind of all know that that's going to be Trevor Lawrence. Then you have a second first-round pick. Two thir- or two seconds, a third, two-fourths, two-fifths, and a seventh. Here's the thing. They could turn some of these fourths into thirds. Mm-hmm. They don't have to draft a single pick in the fifth or fourth or in the fifth or seventh. They could walk out of here turning both fourths into thirds. And and then how confident are you in... Oh, hey, Jacksonville came out of this draft with seven picks inside of the top 100. And Urban Meyer is a winner. He's used to seeing talent, so he's going to he's gonna want guys that are from winning programs. He's going to want guys that are um, very talented. And I think that 
if they go heavy offense here, they could be very scary. Yeah. Um, I think they need some parts on defense for Correct. sure. But I think adding another, all the talent, but another ta- offensive lineman, receiver, safety. I mean, realistically, it says running backs to need. I don't know if I need a running back over James Robinson. No. But someone like Etienne would be a nice change of pace back with James Robinson to make a nice two-headed monster mm-hmm. on top of having tre- uh, Trevor Lawrence on top of grabbing other needs. Go get him a second or go get him a corner in the third round. Mm-hmm. Jacksonville could realistically be a, a very nice turnaround. I'm not going to say they're going to make the playoffs next year. No, I'm, I'm giving them three seasons. But I'll tell you right now, the big upgrade is there's no more Doug Marone. No more Doug Marone, and um, I th- I believe their owner is doing a little bit more hands-off because he was kind of doing the Jerry Jones thing. Yeah, Shad Khan thinks that football is football and not like F-O-T-B-O-L, like soccer. He doesn't realize there's a, there's a salary cap, and you can't just buy every player that you see. Mm-hmm. And that's where I think a lot of this was trying on him to start his, his whole thing. Uh, but I think Jacksonville could make this draft be a really important thing in their team's future. I'm just a little worried about Urban Meyer being there just because he's retired and coming out of retirement to coach. Um, how many years do you think he's coaching? Um, but if, they, if they're a successful team, then maybe he coaches for a while. Brandon, anything you want to add about Jacksonville? Uh, pretty much, I think they're going, like you guys said, they're going to go heavy offense draft, get some more pieces, get some more defensive pieces late round, and my, my big question, do you, like, do you think they actually would think to turn those fourths into thirds? I think they could. I think th- I think they very much so could. I mean, I know they, like, they could. What? Yeah, I think at that point is what NFL. I forget who their new, do they, they, their, their GM is. That I don't know. I don't remember. Um, He's new, I believe, right? I think so. Any NFL team should know that generally your first three round picks should either come in and heavily produce or be starter level players. And I think that if they know that hey, our team was really bad last year, but we can get seven starting caliber players, they will sell the farm on those three extra picks to try to move up and do it, I think. I mean, here, let's, for shits and giggles. Shits and gigs. Trent Balk, two A's. Okay, he was highly sought after, so, like, it's not a bad choice. Jacksonville. Calm down there. So to get up into pick 104... Uh, 42 off of that one. So it might be a little tougher than that. It might end up being a third and a, and a high fourth to sell to move up. But, I mean, even so, they pick 106 here, and I think it's doable. Um, guys, uh, the, the Super Bowl losing Kansas City Chiefs here. Uh, rolling into the draft with eight total picks, a first, a second, a third, two fourths, two fifths, and a sixth, courtesy of the Steelers by way of the Dolphins. Uh, I mean, obviously, first real big need, they need an offensive tackle. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Pull the pull string. 
Uh, wide receivers still need. I think that's more of a second round need for them though. Linebacker, interior offensive line. Offensive line is a mess. Offensive line is a mess. Um, they did fill some spots, but I think they need. They need, especially if there's injuries there, they need more depth. Um, they're gonna probably need a receiver to replace Sammy Watkins, unless they think Pringles their guy. I love Byron Pringles. Um, Barbecue's my favorite. But I don't. I mm. I know that Kansas City loves their offensive weapons, so they're probably gonna load up at some point as receiver. Probably a slot guy. I mean, isn't unless they go. Who's their number two receiver right now? It's. Uh, Is it really only McCole Hardman? Yeah. Yeah, they might need a receiver. Uh, Chiefs aren't ultimately going to do anything altering to the franchise by picking wrong here. Uh, Still an interesting group, though. The Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, Eight total picks. First, second, two-thirds. One pick apart. Uh, Fourth, two-fifths, and a sixth. This is a team that really is... Not any specific direction. They probably should go O-line, in my opinion. Well, they got rid of all the rest of their offensive linemen, so I think I would think offensive line would be their best bet. But Gruden... But they need defense as well. Gruden and Mayock are also two guys. I think it's Mayock, right? Yes. Mayock are two guys that never do the smart choice. It's always, hey, let's draft this player that no one's heard of. Um, hey, we have the fourth overall pick. Let's take Clellan Farrell out of Clemson, yeah. who is going to do worse than our fourth round pick instead of fourth overall. Who plays the same position? Shout out Max Crosby. I mean, Josh Jacobs was a good pick, but he still was drafted. Jingleheimer Schmidt? Yes. He was drafted a little bit early. Um, and they've gone, they fired their scouting team before and then drafted only players from the national championship game. <laughs> That's how Hunter Renfro ended up on the team, which we're huge on. Um, I mean, he's not a number one receiver, but he's a. I like he's him. a great. Oh. Oh. Gross. What? Our buddy Matt said, I can't wait for New England to get their next tiny little slot receiver. Why could I see Hunter Renfro being a New England Patriot? That would fit the mold of what they do in the slot. Yeah, but doesn't fit the offensive style. Cam Newton's not a throwing quarterback. Uh, Raiders, ultimately, I don't think they're anything that's going to alter it. Like you said, they're going to have to keep trying to sign random players out of free agency because they don't make the best moves in the draft. Oh, and... uh. Who was it? Was it Waller or Josh Jacobs? That it, it was Josh Jacobs that had the DUI. So, do we know if he's facing? We don't know. Um, suspension. I haven't heard anything yet. Brandon, anything you want to say about uh, the Vegas Raiders? Uh, not not. You guys touch base on a lot of the same things. It'd just be beating the dead horse, saying same things. I guess. Just saying, offensive line is. A big need for them. They probably shouldn't go quarterback because they didn't. They just re-sign Derek Carr to a big deal or an extension. Uh, no, I think that was actually a couple years ago. I believe his deal's almost up. Oh, I thought they just gave him an extension. Eh. And besides, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Cut so I can Carr see. Just yet. I can see Gruden. Gruden's a grinder. Gruden's grinders here. We're gonna take Kellen Mond in the first. I like the guy. I like the way he throws. He's a competitor. Uh, Derek Carr. Is in how is Derek Carr thirty one almost already? And he wears eyeliner. I don't think he does. <laughs> he I definitely think his eyes are naturally that way. He definitely wears eyeliner. Um, he is in the second to last year of his deal. Okay, so I thought that he they resigned him. Um, however, this would be the year that if anything, you'd see them move on from him. Mm-hmm. 
as starting this year, his dead cap is only at two point five million. Mm-hmm. As opposed to last year, when everybody said that they'd move on from him, he would have been $3 million more than his actual cap hit had they caught him. So they shouldn't go quarterback, but it would not surprise me. Kellen Mond, book it. <laughs> um, Could you imagine? We'll sit here and laugh on the live draft that we called Kellen Mond in the first of the Raiders. Yep, we said that weeks ago, guys. Uh, the Los Angeles Chargers. Nine total picks. First, second, two, third, fourth, fifth, two, sixth, and seventh. Uh, let's be fair. Offensive line, offensive line, offensive line. Save Justin Herbert. Save Justin Herbert, unless you got a really shiny new toy. Save Justin Herbert, and save Austin Eckler. Yes. Yeah. Unless Kyle Pitts is on the board, then draft Kyle Pitts. And maybe Jamar Chase. I think those are the only two ones where you pull the trigger. Yeah, but I mean, at the same time, they have receiver talent. Mike Williams just can't stay healthy. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, Keenan Allen's still one of the best receivers in the league. Right. Mike Williams can't stay healthy. They've got one of the best one-two punches in the league when healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, Jalen Goyton appeared out of nowhere last year. He had a good year. They have Jared Cook at tight end. Yes, because they're gonna no, have, lo- no longer uh, Hunter, Hunter Henry. Henry. Jared Cook signed their one-year $6 million. They're going to have to go tight end at some point. Uh, unless they truthfully think Donald Parham, or Parham's a guy. I like which, no, you don't. Chicken car. <laughs> Which, I mean, a guy at 6'7", who caught five touchdowns last year in a reserve role, he might be your tight end of the future. Why can I see them going Tony Poljan late in the draft because he's 6'7", and just really lengthy and goofy? Uh, Poljan and Parham are two different players. So we, we watched Poljan run, mm-hmm. and he looks like Gumby being thrown <laughs> across the country. It's like, <laughs> it's like watching... A gummy bear with bones in it. Yes, I'm a gummy bear. Oh, I'm a gummy bear. Uh, Parham's shockingly athletic for his size at 6'7", though. But, yeah, uh, this is really a a, a franchise-altering draft, I think. Mm -hmm. Because they have to do everything in year two to build around Herbert, who already gave them a stellar rookie year with nothing around him. And that division's incredibly competitive. Yes, it is. Uh, The Los Angeles Rams. Six total picks. Uh, second, two third, a fourth, a sixth, and a seventh. Ultimately, the Rams need to come out and get productive players out of two and three to make this even worth talking about. Right, because there's you sold the ship already. I'm at sold the ship, and they have cap problems. Um, and they won't see a first round pick for the next three years. Right, and Matt Stafford's definitely an upgrade from Jared Goff, but at the same time. Um, Matt Stafford's also six years older. Than six years off. older, and that team's not as talented as people think. Um, so don't get me wrong, because I was the biggest hater of the Rams last year. But I was a hater because I didn't trust Jared Goff. Cam Maker came out in the back half of that year very well. Um, Robert Woods and Cooper Copper huge deals. Higby and the emergence of last year's third-round pick Bryson Hopkins, I think, are big deals. Um, and their defense still holds up. When the cap money is going to run out, that's a whole other situation because they're playing on Madden Fantasy or yeah. franchise mode with no cap on at the moment. They don't, I think, realize what a cap is. Um, no cap, bro. <laughs> but I don't think there's anything that's going to alter their... Franchise yet. 
It, they're going to be battling it out with Seattle every single year for now. Um, yes, and Seattle's the same way. Seattle has the, the league low of picks with three this year, I believe. Gross. Yes. No wonder. I'm like, every single time Seattle trades or something, I'm like, where are they getting these picks on? Yeah, from? no, they've got and next to none this year. Now. Um, the Miami Dolphins. Unless they trade Wilson. Eight total picks, of two firsts, two seconds, a third, a fifth, and two sevenths. Miami's a team that I think can put themselves wide open, break the door down into the AFC contention here. Yeah, I still don't see them. I'm not trying to be biased. I still don't see them winning the AFC East. But no, but I could see them be being two. a high a high wild card seed, five they, or six. They're not going to be the last team in this year. No. Um, they'll probably make the playoffs with that new extension. Well, this is the same this year. It's seven. But oh, okay. So it is. I, it's I only, no, it's only more. seven. It's just the extra. It's the extra week. If they would have had the extra week last year, they probably they would have been a playoff team. Yeah. I mean, yes and no. Maybe it depends on who they're playing. Yes. Brandon, what do you think about Miami? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Just looking at them last year, they were definitely already close. They were building a team already. Yeah, and. They they're, were building a team last year with no running back. And they're going into this with four picks in the top 50 where you should have a starting running back out of one of those four mm-hmm. picks. And I don't care what Tua does. You've got Will Fuller. You're probably going to get him a, get a new target at six. You've got Devontae Parker. This offense should be a legitimate fear factory. Uh... With what you were saying, they need a running back. With they have no running back, no like solidified. They've got Miles Gaskin. Because I'm saying, do you think Najee Harris? Yeah, Najee Harris. They've been linked to Harris at 18, but they have bigger needs. Um, I think they'd be smarter to look at 18 and maybe go Quiddy Pay, the edge out of Michigan, just because Pay was the only edge we saw that we liked everything he was able to do. Um, Plus they got they traded Shaq Lawson because that was a dumpster fire. And it's one of those things where ultimately, with the fact that they have the thirty sixth pick in the draft, it's not a reach to think that Travis Etienne's are at thirty six. I mean, there's also the guy out of um, UNC, UNC, Javonta William, who's been climbing up draft boards. Yeah, so like they're gonna have their I mean, choice of running Chuba backs. Hubbard. Chuba Hubbard's a third rounder. Um, Jamar Je- Jermar Jefferson, mm-hmm. like there's talent. They, they're probably smarter if they grab one of those guys for the fact that they could get better talent around. They don't have the luxury of taking a luxury pick. Psst, Miami running backs are a dime a dozen. Yeah, I mean, you're gonna find some solid running backs in late in the draft. You can literally draft a running back and then draft another one next year if they doesn't pan out. I think this counts though as a draft altering. Or is a franchise altering draft for Miami? Yeah, it's and Tua's gonna. It, it, I hate to call this year a make or break year for Tua, but if he plays bad like he did in the back half, yeah, he's gonna get replaced. Um, the Minnesota Vikings finished seven and nine last year. Ten total picks in this draft. Gross. Uh, one first, two thirds, four fourths, two fifths, and a sixth. So what you're telling me is they've made a lot of moves. To have one pick that's going to make a difference for that team that already was in mediocrity last year. Granted, yes, I know when Delvin Cook was healthy, they were a whole other team. However, 
Adam Thielen's on the wrong side of 30 now. Mm-hmm. Kirk Cousins is still Kirk Cousins, and that defense is getting older. Um, I think this is the draft where we really see Minnesota start to fade to black. No matter how good their young players are. Kirk Cousins is going to drive that team into the ground, and they're already talking about resigning him. Brandon, anything you want to say about Minnesota? Uh, I'm just, I was just thinking, like, I feel like, I feel like maybe first round pick they might go defense unless they can maybe, I, I don't know, because I was, I was thinking unless they could find someone that would maybe want to trade for um, Cousins and then probably get a late I'm round sure quarter, later on quarterback. Like Chicago. That will Minnesota trades this year's first pick number 90 in Kirk Cousins to the Detroit Lions for Jared Goff in pick number seven. You think they moved for Jared Goff? Goff? Yeah. Well, I, I was just trying to make it where they've got incentive out of it. I mean, Garoppolo, I don't know. There's there's tons of things. I, you're right. I, but, but, I mean... Minnesota should probably go offensive line if they're sticking with Cousins. Yeah, I've got them going Aaliyah Vera Tucker still. Um, but I don't think this would be a good draft for them. I no. do like the Garoppolo thing. It could it could maybe pan out if it... Teddy Bridgewater? It, yeah, maybe a Bridgewater reunion. Um, unless they go... Hey, uh, Adam Thielen, you're old. We're going to go receiver. I mean, they didn't put any money into Thielen anyways. So. No. Um, the New England Patriots have 10 picks this year. That's more than you usually see from them. That's a lie. A lot of these are comp picks. Uh, one first, one second, one third, three fourths, a fifth, two sixths, and a seventh. I honestly don't know where they're going to go, and I'm going to say this is the turning point of that franchise. Yeah, they could reboot themselves a little bit. I still don't think they're going to beat Buffalo for the division. Um, I And I'm not trying to be biased. I just can't see it unless they unless they go out there and say, hey, we get Justin Fields. Hey, we got Mac Jones. Um, if they get a franchise court, I just I don't think Cam Newton is the quarterback a lot of people think they are think he is. I think... He's a bridge guy. Um, there's only one reason that they've signed him for a single year, back-to-back years. They don't believe in him. He's their only option at quarterback. Jared Stidham's not the guy. Um, they're not comfortable with signing somebody else because they Cam Newton already has been in the offense for a year. Um, he's got a couple weapons now. I still don't think it makes a difference. Um, they're going to ride that defense really high and hope that the run game really kind of helps. They're going to run two tight end sets and let Dan- Cam dump it over the middle. Um, but if they get a guy that can be a game manager who can throw the ball downfield like Mac Jones, Kyle Trask, um, I think they could rejuvenate that franchise and compete with the Bills for the division. I was thinking back to the grapple thing. What if, say, they reach out to to San Francisco? San yep. Say, and try and get Garoppolo. Give them. But I guess the issue with that is. San Fran's not going to be going for Kirk Cousins in that situation. Yeah. Well, and you're not going to be able to move up the board on that. These are all different situations. I mean, you might be able to go get Garoppolo. Wait, for New England? Yeah. yeah Garoppolo, you might be able to get for your that pick number 96 in like a fourth rounder. Yeah, that's what a I was... A third and a fourth, maybe. That's what I was thinking. Um, uh, maybe, maybe a 
fourth and a sixth. That's doable. I think it's I think it's possible. He's it's not like he's Josh Rosen who was a first round pick who went for a second. Um, the New Orleans Saints eight picks on the docket. A first, a second, two third, a fourth, a sixth, and two seventh. This is a weird pick or draft as well. This one, unfortunately, due to where they finished last year, I think could also be one of those declining franchise drafts. They've got all the pieces. They don't have cap. They're not in position to get a quarterback. Drew Brees is gone. Taysom Hill's the current starter. What do they do? Gary? I think they go receiver and give Michael Thomas some help. I mean, yeah, they lost the other guy who was there. He's in Buffalo now. Brandon, what do you think? Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Receiver. Yeah, I was going to say somewhere on defense, but I think receiver makes more sense. And they got to hope that last year's third-round pick and Adam Troutman comes along as well. Because Troutman was a highly touted tight end prospect who you've got to hope now spending a third-round pick after a year in the league is going to be ready. Uh, but this is a weird one, I think, for New Orleans. The New York Giants finished 6-10 last year, only has six picks in the draft, but a first, a second, a third, a fourth, and then two sixths. Um, the Giants had a quietly nice offseason. Whatever they do with the first round is going to be really the tone of how they go. If they spend that first-round pick on something... Not sexy. I could see them staying around that seven and nine, seven and ten, eight and nine record next year. That's so weird to say. Yeah. <laughs> um. But the, I mean, if Danny Jones is a guy, you just got Kenny Galladay, you got Saquon, you got Sterling Shepard. You got Evan Ingram. As much I hate saying it. They're getting their left tackle back, but I don't know if they've got all the pieces needed because Washington was the team. Philly's in a rebuild, let's be fair. Um, and Dallas should be getting their all their cylinders firing on offense again. So I unfortunately I think what, or the Giants are odd man out again. Do we want to go to the other side of New York? The, uh, the Jets. The shitty side? The, the Jets. Uh, ten total picks. Two first. Uh... Second overall pick and 23rd. Uh, a second, two-thirds. A fourth, two-fifths, two-sixths. Okay, well, Zach Wilson will be the starting quarterback in New York. Correct. Okay. So that's already a point where you can't point against this team. What they do with 23, 34, 66, and 86 is really going to prove if they've gotten better on, in that front office. You, you can't mess up when you're pretty much handed... Which should have been number one overall pick quarterback in any other year if Trevor Lawrence is in the draft. But what you build around him is a whole other situation. <laughs> Gary, Brandon, anything? Um, with that first pick, they should probably go uh, Zach Wilson. Um, I don't think they're going to go any other pick. Uh, they could shock the world and go Trey Lance. I doubt it. Um, they have 23. They've been mocked running backs. They've been mocked a bunch of stuff. I don't think they should take a running back. I think they need more pieces than that. Um, and like I said, you can, you're can. you not a team that can take a luxury pick in the first round. 
you're probably better off taking a running back in the second or the third. Um, so you don't have to do that fifth round option kind of thing uh, with running backs. It usually doesn't work out with running backs since they take a lot of mileage in their careers. Um, maybe they go, I mean, they love interior defensive linemen. I don't know if they want to give Quinn Williams some more help. Um, do they, who do they, do they, they might have signed, uh, do they sign Sheldon Rankins? Yes. So maybe, maybe not interior D-line, but maybe an edge guy um, to go off the edge. What about their secondary? They can always use secondary. They don't have a secondary. Yeah, because I, I, uh, sometimes it's hard when I think. Quarterbacks, number out. one. Uh, quarterbacks, the first issue. Corner, edge, running back, linebacker, interior offensive line. Um, yeah, I mean, I think edge at 23, especially if Quiddy pays there is your best bet. Um, corner, depending on who's available as well. I'm not reaching for Eric Stokes. Eric Stokes is the epitome of New York Jets draft. That's how I say the Jets don't get better. When Eric Stokes wins the fastest 40 time as a corner, and the Jets go, we need him, and he doesn't have coverage ability. It'd be like um, Bengals with John Ross. Yes, that's the exact thing of what it is. It's like it's like the Titans a couple years ago with Adore Jackson. He's really fast, okay, and he's fast. Okay, and guess what? They caught him two years later. But, but. He's fast. Yeah. <laughs> he makes fast people look not fast. <laughs> uh, the Philadelphia Eagles coming in last year at 4-11-1 because, you know, we always hate Carson Wentz. Um, and Joe Burrow has a weirdly shaped head. <laughs> uh, the Eagles have one first-round pick, a second, two-third, a fourth, a fifth, three-sixth, two-seventh. A lot of picks for Philadelphia. Doesn't mean they're going to capitalize. Their scouting is horrendous. Um, avoid taking receivers, maybe, although that's their biggest need. Um, considering the last two drafts, they've taken J.J. Arcega-Whiteside, picks before D.K. Metcalf, and Jalen Reger, picks before Justin Jefferson. The Eagles cannot scout receivers. The Eagles scouting receivers is the same as my self-control when, a beer, when an open beer is in front of me. It's non-existent. You are correct. Mostly about the beer. Uh, Gary, anything you want to say about the Eagles? Um, they've been mocked quarterback. Um, I don't see it. They need to stick to... They Personally, they need to stick to Hurts because I'm a Hurts owner. But I think they're smart if they give Hurts another season because they're probably going to be picking... If, the, if, if not, they're probably going to be picking in the top ten again for a couple years. Sam Howell. But really, mocked a quarterback. He didn't. They didn't even give him a chance at a full season for the for them to be mocked. Uh, for whatever reason, they're saying that um, the coaching just isn't comfortable with Hurts. I don't know. We'll see. I think Hurts is talented. I'm not saying it's not. That just that just doesn't make sense. He was one of my draft again. gems last year. Even though I wasn't high on my Alabama, I liked what he. I, I liked what he had at Oklahoma. Uh, the Pittsburgh Feelers. I mean, Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, eight total picks. First, second, third, two fourths, a sixth, two seventh. This is another one of those drafts that's going to be weird. Mm-hmm. French fries don't belong on salads, and Juju Smith needs to get off TikTok. And yins isn't a word. Um, y'all are in for trouble. Big Ben's returning. That's not why you're in for trouble. I mean, it is, but it's not. Um, we don't necessarily know 
what the future holds after him. 24, you'd be too far to get a pick unless you're reaching on Kyle Trask. Let's be fair here. If Ben didn't take a pay cut, he would not be the quarterback this year. No, but then who? They would I don't, have to go quarterback I don't in the first round. I don't, but they, wait, who? <laughs> 24 who? They're gonna, they would damn owl. Who? They, they probably they would trade up somehow? Uh, they don't have the assets. They probably they would have the been aggressive in free agency or something. I don't know. Unless... They probably I, try would have tried for Darnold. I'm just saying uh, this this team itself is going to um, run out of luck. I mean, luck they did soon. sign Haskins. Maybe they go, hey, we're going Haskins. Um, they need a running back. Mm-hmm. They need ad ad rushers. They need an entire offensive line. They've lost two or two or three offensive line starters this, this off season. The problem is with like these teams that need running backs, they don't have the luxury of taking them in the first round. Or the off- or some of them with the offensive line to which is why them. I don't see. Guys like Harris or Etienne going to teams that actually need running backs this badly, um, they're going to go to the teams like uh, like Buffalo and um, OKC just signed. Those type of teams, those teams that are a player or two away, where they can afford to take those running or to, uh, those players. Pittsburgh has other needs. If they go running back, they're in trouble. Um. Yeah, Pittsburgh. I think Pittsburgh's draft in, in general is the start of decline, and I've never seen that. And they've been this the, the equivalent of it is the worst twelve and four team in history of football. But what I'm saying is they've been the equivalent of what Indy was and what New England was for so long in the AFC. They were never losers. They were always a consistent. You would think they were four and twelve by the way they played in the back half. Yeah. But the refs did it, and the weather did it, you know. Oh, and there's a conspiracy. The ketchup is a problem. I don't know. Um, the San Francisco 49ers trade up to number three. They have a first, a second, a third, a fourth, two-fifths, three-fifths, a sixth, a seventh. So they still have nine picks in this draft, even with moving up the way they did. Um I think this draft ultimately just benefits the team because they're already had they had they not had the injuries in defense last year they would have been playoff contenders. Yes. Correct. They're not going to go immediately unless unless Mac Jones blows the door off and yes, I said Mac Jones. Unless Mac Jones blows the door off and takes the job, I don't see them turning the job directly over from Grapple right, right away. However, they have the talent there. And haven't lost that many pieces. Hate to break it to you, but Shanahan is infatuated with Mac Jones. Get over it. It probably is going to happen. Um, but this team, a couple seasons ago, was a Super Bowl contender, and they still have most of those pieces. So they could end up being a very solid team. Um, Garoppolo, in my opinion, is kind of overrated. Um, a guy who barely does anything in a Super Bowl. Um, and somehow he's still on the roster kind of um, is baffling to me, but I think that they replace him this year with Mac Jones, who's a little bit better, more of an upgrade, I think, in the future. He's a starting quarterback right now, but um, I think Mac Jones, and then you're going to have to go maybe some D-line help, considering when they lost Bosa, it was almost Yeah, they don't have day. backups. So I think San Francisco. I'd San Francisco could turn it around. Brandon, not, they're not very far. Anything you got? Uh, uh besides the their number three pick, which I was going quarterback. I feel like 
they could fill up with some key pieces that are maybe missing and like was Gary saying maybe just some depth just for that just in case of another repeat season if anyone gets hurt because that defense was struggling. atrocious yeah um we'll go on to the next one here because this should be pretty quick the Seattle Seahawks three total picks second fourth seventh not a good look no gross uh I'm gonna flat out say this is I'm not saying that the team's done but they have a lot more needs than what three picks and, and none inside the top 50 will get them. But they've lost a couple players. They've lost... Um, they lost both starting corners, and they had the worst corner or worst secondary in the league already last year. They lost one of their top both? tight end targets? Both. Oh. They I, lost... I know they lost... They lost Dunbar, and they and lost Queen Griffin. They lost... Russell Wilson lost one of his tight end targets in uh, Jacob Hollister. Um, I, the KJ Wright's still a free agent. Do they still have Disley? They got Disley. Disley was drafted two years Disley ago. Disley was a solid starter. Then he got hurt. Um, and I guess that's the thing. Like the reason I think they moved on from Hollister is they still have Colby Parkinson, who was a fourth round pick last yeah. year. But still, uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers eight total picks: first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, seventh. Um, a standard draft for Super Bowl champion. Right. They're probably going to They're luxury trade. picks. They're, they're luxury picks. They're likely to trade out. If anything, they'll take an offensive lineman or maybe a D lineman. Um, it's going to be... I mean, they could go receiver. I don't know. They're probably going to trade out, is what I would guess. The Tennessee Titans. Nine total picks. First, second, two-thirds, fourth, fifth, two-sixth, and a seventh. Tennessee's another team that has proven to me in the last couple of years that they have no... Damn idea how to draft. No, and, and I don't think that changes this year. And down the stretch in the playoffs, they just fizzle out. Teams exploit their weaknesses, and they just can't seem to find that second gear. They ride Derrick Henry high, and that's about it. Yeah, that was making me think. So, thinking like more wide receiver help for Tannehill so he's not just in the air lying on Well, they're going to need it Brown. because it's only A.J. Brown. Yeah, Corey Davis is Corey gone. Davis is gone. Um, they don't really have much. I mean, that's one of those spots that Antonio Brown could end up going. I don't know. A Maybe. weird situation all over there in Tennessee. Um, You're the only 10 I see. I, I just I don't necessarily think I'm going to buy in on what the Titans can do should do or will do. I think I think the Titans will regress because they can't draft well. It's going to allow Indy to kind of stick around and Jacksonville's going to be able to make up tremendous ground and really give a shot. Uh, the last team were there. The Washington football team. Eight total picks. A first, a second, two third, fourth, fifth, and two seventh. Washington's really an intriguing group here. They don't necessarily have a quarterback, but they have Ryan Fitzpatrick. They're going to try Taylor Heineke, which I think everybody's giving him the the write-off, although he looked great in the playoffs. They could use some more offensive weapons. However, Antonio Gibson was a pleasant surprise last year. They haven't seen Antonio Gandy-Golden, who was a fourth-round pick, who is 6'6 and a freakishly athletic. Um, Logan Thomas appeared out of nowhere to be a good player, and that defense was terrifying last year. They can start building that offensive lineup again. I think I think Washington could go back to being a prolific team. Yeah, they they have a chance to win that division year in and year out. Gary, anything else you want to say about Washington? 
No, if they go quarterback, they're selling a lot. Um, I think their best bet is to pick at 19 and maybe take a quarterback in the second or fourth if they can grab a guy like Mond. Or I'm not high on Jamie Newman, but some player, some people are. Um, I mean, there's that guy from Stanford, too. I'm not really sure what his name is. I don't remember off the top of my head. Stanford. Is it? No. <laughs> I was going to say, that's really, no. See, that's really <laughs> weird. Uh, Stanford from Stanford. But, yeah, um, they should probably grab a quarterback at some point. Heineke um, showed flashes, but I still think that they are going to need some competition there. Brandon, anything else you want to say? Mm, not, not too much else left to say for them. I like it. Yeah. Um, Brandon? Kyle? Anything you want to say before we take it home? You want to give a shout-out where they can find you, anything like that? Uh, not, no, I don't want people finding me. Okay. <laughs> All right. Give them the TikTok. What's the TikTok? Yeah, what's oh. the TikTok you run? Uh, so TikTok is at Tiki underscore tribe. Tiki underscore tribe. We're going to be posting a lot of stuff. I talked about doing bad things with chicken wings. Mm-hmm. That's uh, Kyle and myself. That's our production company. Our, we do video content. Um gaming, a whole bunch of stuff. Whatever the heck we want to do, we put it on there. Um, it's also on Facebook, uh, Tiki Tribe. Uh, Twitch at Tiki, Tiki Tribe TV. That's where we'll be streaming our live draft for um, draft the NFL Draft Night. Uh, we'll be dra- streaming on Facebook as well. Um, everyone who's listening, we're really, really excited to start doing this. And we're this really thing. hopeful you will join in with us mm-hmm. and talk to us Guys, it's not just going to be like some boring ESPN. We're not going to be reading off a teleprompter. We will be interacting with each and every one of you guys when we are in downtime, when we're just shooting the shit, hanging out. People have we want us. We want to talk. We want to hear what you guys got to say. We want to have intelligent, fun conversations with you guys. And people have watched us on Sundays know how that goes. Um, we love. And this will be, dare I say, better. Yeah. We aren't as scripted. Right. We Gary and I on Sundays had a follow format. We were working for someone. We're our own bosses now. Yeah. Fuckers. <laughs> we could say that. Yeah, we can. I, I clarified that with Chris. Nice. Um, all of our content is listed as explicit, so we can swear all we need to on here. Nice. Uh, people are supposed to be to. aware of that. We're just very ingrained of not swearing on, on football shows. Um, but yeah, guys, we are very happy and excited what we're bringing you guys. We thank you guys for listening. We know that these have been a little bit longer this month, as they will be. It's draft time. We it's want to bring time. you guys some more information. Mm-hmm. Um, but until next time, you keep on looking for those fantasy beasts. We'll show you exactly where to find them. Peace out, guys.